Funding for this class is provided by Benjamin Arieh and family in loving memory of Raphael, son of Chacham Rabbi Chia. the fifth part of the Tanya, where he inserts Yiddish. He writes, Geval, Geval, like he can't contain himself. He's in such pain. How something so essential like davening and prayer is neglected. So let's focus today a little on how the Alter Rebbe illuminated for us. What is the real meaning of prayer? You know, when the Alter Rebbe himself had a choice, he grew up not knowing that his parents were Hasidim of the Baal Shem Tov. They were sworn to, the Baal Shem Tov told them that he's not, they're not allowed to tell their only, their son, their oldest son, that they are Hasidim of the Baal Shem Tov. It's something that he has to discover on his own. So he, he said he had a choice to make. There were two centers, one was Vilna and one was Mizrich. In Vilna you learn how to learn. And in Mizrich, you learn how to daven, how to pray. He says, to learn, I knew a little how to learn. I decided I'm going to go to Mizrich to learn how to daven. The Talmud, in Tractate Brachas, tells us that there were Hasidim Harishoyim who used to daven every day, nine hours a day. One hour they would prepare for the davening, they would take an hour to daven, and then they would take an hour to assimilate that experience, times three. That was a hand few. Hasidism, the Baal Shem Tov, introduced the idea of davening to every Jew and breathed new life into what davening is. The Talmud says, where do we learn davening in the Torah? It says in the Torah you should serve Hashem with all your heart. And that refers to service. How do you service Hashem? By praying. And this is the central theme in a Jew's life. The three pillars beginning of ethics of our fathers, the world stands on three pillars. You have Torah to the right, Gemilas Chesed, kindness and mitzvahs to the left. And what's in the center? Avoidment, which is sacrifices. And today the substitute for sacrifice is Davin, prayer. The question is, why is that the central pillar? When we're studying Torah, are we not serving Hashem? When we do a mitzvah, are we not serving Hashem? We only serve Hashem when we, when we pray? Maimonides, holds, is of the opinion that mitzvah, there's a, a biblical obligation, one of the 613 mitzvah, there's a biblical obligation to pray every day. The format of prayer, to pray three times a day, that was an, an enactment by the rabbis. Nachmanides disagrees. Nachmanides says there's no such biblical commandment. The only discussion is whether there's any situation when you're biblically obligated to pray. The majority opinion is, yes, when you have an emergency, you have an urgent situation and Hashem is the only one who can help you, then you have a mitzvah to pray. Other than that, the whole prayer is essentially revenue. So let's, so let's get this straight. According to my Maimonides, it's one out of the 613 mitzvah. According to Nachmanides, it's not even a mitzvah. And yet, this is the central, this is how we serve Hashem, this is the central pillar. And al Rebbe asks, furthermore, what do you mean serving Hashem? Hashem needs our services. God is perfect. He doesn't need anything. 
So how exactly are we servicing Hashem? So the Rebbe explains. He says, because what is the whole purpose of creation? Why did God create this world? He created the world because He desired to have a dwelling place in this world. In other words, Hashem wanted us to be conscious of His reality, to be conscious of His truth. Now for the first 2,000 years of creation, there was no prayer. You know, every good teacher knows, when are you succeeding? When you evoke a response from your students. If you're not getting any response, you haven't reached it. Prayer is our response to Hashem. Hashem is creating us, and He's sustaining us, and He gives us life, and the miracles of life, and the wonders of and if we go through life and there's no personal response, we're not responding to everything around us, to what's happening. For the first 2,000 years of creation, there was no prayer. The rabbis say the patriarchs instituted prayer. The Jewish people invented prayer. You don't find in the Torah that Adam prayed. You don't find in the Torah that Noah prayed. As a matter of fact, the Zohar speaks very sharply about Noah. That the flood is called the flood, the waters of Noah, because he's to blame. Why? He built an ark for 120 years. He tried to rebuke. So fine, you were not successful. But why didn't you pray? He didn't even pray for his generation. The first one to pray was Abba. Some say that davening comes from the word da'avuho, comes from our ancestors, comes from Pentecost. So prayer is our, our response to Hashem. And this is our hallmark. Hakol Kolyak, this is the hallmark of the Jewish people. The voice of Jacob. Prayer is so essential to a Jew's life. And this is why this is the central pillar and central theme in a Jew's life. Because if it's all about consciousness, prayer is all about our conscious awareness of Hashem. So much more so that it's even more important to have kavana, to have intent when it comes to prayer, even more so than when it comes to doing a mitzvah. As my mother says, if you pray without intent, ain't like Philip, you haven't doubted, there is no doubt. If you do a mitzvah without intent, without consciousness, it's like a body without a soul. So yes, what's a body without a soul? A corpse. But at least you have a corpse. My madri says if you pray without intent, ain't filler, you don't even have a corpse, you have nothing. The essence of prayer is your consciousness. If you don't have the minimal consciousness that you're standing in front of Hashem, and you're having a dialogue, a discussion, and a talk, you're petitioning Hashem, you have to pray the Shmonesri over again. It's not called a prayer. And that's why this is the central theme in a, Jew, in, in a Jew's life. Because mitzvot as well, the intent is an essential part of the mitzvah. What is a mitzvah without intent? Like a body without a soul, meaning it's a corpse. It's nothing. What do you have when you have a body without a soul? You have nothing. So prayer is the foundation, which is why we start our day off with prayer. The mitzvot and the Torah study, that follows from the prayer. 
Just like the patriarchs preceded the giving of the Torah and the giving of the mitzvah. The prayers precede. This is the foundation. It's that consciousness and that awareness. But you may ask, wait a minute. We know that a mitzvah, the Talmud tells us a Jew should do a mitzvah even without the proper intent. Just do the mitzvah. Why? So just do the mitzvah. Eventually you'll come to do it the proper way. So we see that it's the deed that matters most. In Judaism it's all about the deed. It's about the action. It's not about the intent. But if you listen carefully to what the Chazal say, what the rabbis say, the rabbis say, why should a Jew do a mitzvah even without kavanah, without intent? Why? Only because because we're certain that inevitably this Jew will come to do the mitzvah for the right reason, the right intent. How can we be so certain? Because look at the words of the rabbis. Every word in the Torah is so precise. Inside. Toich means inside. Because inside this act, which was done mechanically and by road, without the proper intent of for an ulterior motive, you will find the proper motive. Because deep down inside, every Jewish neshama, every Jew, is doing the mitzvah for all the right reasons. We may not be conscious of it. But since that is our core, that is our essence, we are certain, it's inevitable, that that essence will emerge and will surface in our consciousness. But theoretically, let us say if we knew that the mitzvah will never ever come to the point that you're going to do the mitzvah l'shma, then the Torah would tell you don't do the mitzvah. The only reason the Torah is telling you to do the mitzvah is why? Because we're certain that So the intent is essential. People make a mistake. People think intent. As long as you're doing, you got the deed done, who cares if it's by road or mechanical? No. The intent the consciousness is essential. That's the whole reason, that's the whole purpose why Hashem created the world. It's only because we're so certain that the... And that's why a, a minor is exempt from doing mitzvah. A minor who writes tefillin, those tefillin are not kosher. Why? The minor has deeds, has action. But the minor is not old enough, not mature enough to have the proper intent, proper consciousness. Without consciousness, you have a corpse without a soul, you have nothing. So prayer is the essential pillar, it's avoidant. This is how we're servicing Hashem. The Jewish people are in the servicing business. We are servicing Hashem, we are fulfilling His desire, His whole purpose for creation. But the question remains, the simple, literal meaning of prayer is, you're praying for your own personal needs. All the blessings in the Shmonesra, you're praying for your own personal needs. How are we servicing Hashem when we're praying for our own personal needs? So the Rebbe explains. Because the revelation of godliness that we experience through prayer is an even greater revelation than through the mitzvah. Because when you have a need, and Hashem is the only one who can help you, and then miraculously, by divine intervention, suddenly you're cured. And suddenly your financial situation clears up. Or whatever you're praying for. That direct intervention 
That's a direct revelation of the essence of Hashem in the most tangible, in the most physical way. When you do the mitzvah, it doesn't physically change the object. But through prayer, you are physically changing your life in the world. You see the miracle when Hashem responds to your prayer and answers your prayer. It's a direct revelation of God. So we are servicing Hashem. It's just one example how Hasidus breathes life, illuminates, it helps us understand the depth, helps us relate and to connect to what we're doing. Prayer, we spend so much time praying. But to really understand, to get into the prayer, to really appreciate and to feel it and to be conscious of it and to connect with Hashem. And that's just a general introduction to prayer. But imagine every word in the prayer. We started this uh, class, myprayerclass.com. We hope to go through the prayer book. Um, we'll continue on uh, January 7th on the, on the Chabad House E77 and Tuesdays 6.30 to 8. And try to learn and understand, become intimate with the prayer book. The prayer book is what unites the entire Jewish people. When it comes to Torah study, every Jew studies in their own level. But from the greatest Jew to the simplest Jew, from your youth till 120, we're all praying in the same book, all reading the same, same words. It's what unifies the Jewish people. It talks to the heart of the Jewish people. It touches the heart of the our ultimate prayer is we ask Hashem we should merit this Fabrengen we should merit the coming of Mashiach when the consciousness of Godliness will flood the earth and will continue this beautiful Fabrengen on the Upper East Side of Jerusalem. Good job.